a river to cross. Chapter 60. What can I give to God to be righteous? Parenthesis. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. In parenthesis. Quote. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. We love being the beneficiary of God's grace, but we want to help, too. If we can do a little something to help ourselves to be right with God, then we have something to brag about. The verses quoted above and the ones below reveal that our righteousness is only in and through Jesus Christ. In reality, as the scriptures and hymns proclaim, Jesus paid it all, all to him we owe. No matter how hard I try or how well I perform, there is nothing I can add to the finished work of Christ. Truly, I must see that I bring nothing to God but my sin. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John fourteen six, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts 4.12 The natural human reaction to Christ is resentment because he is exclusive in both method and ability. We resent having to admit that we have nothing to offer, that we contribute nothing. I once would have resented this truth, but today I deeply cherish the wonderful line from the great hymn of faith, Rock of Ages, Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to the fountain fly, wash me, Savior, or I die. I will confess that I fought this fruitless fight to the bitter end, and that bitter end was me finally coming face to face with the vilest of sinners and recognizing him as my own self. So today I find my greatest joy in the sufficiency of my Savior. I will also quickly confess that I have moments daily when I feel self-righteousness rising up, and I look in the mirror and say, Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. There is nothing we can do, there is nothing we can offer, other than our sin, to God, whereby we can be made right with Him. Paul said it so well in his letter to the church at Philippi, Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also, if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. 
circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to the righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Philippians 3, verses 1 through 11. Back to the first two stanzas stanzas of Rock of Ages, which is not scripture but is packed with scriptural truth and has been recognized by the faithful across many years. Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure, save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labors of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal no respite know, could my tears forever flow, all for sin could not atone, thou must save and thou alone. The world may not understand and may promptly reject out of hand this statement, but for every person who is in Christ, this makes the most sense. The greatest freedom and worth I ever felt is the very moment the Holy Spirit convicted me about dying to myself and living for Christ and seeing him as my Lord and Master in all things. Kneeling at the feet of Jesus is the ultimate high. There is no higher place. Finally, some invoking popular sentiment of the day might say something like, Well, what if I just candidly admit that I have a problem with sin sometimes? Then I can begin to get my life straight and start going to church more regularly and maybe even sing in the choir and give some money to the church. I might even go on a mission trip or help feed some homeless people. That will surely fix this issue and I will be on my way to God being happy with me. Don't you agree? It matters not what I think, but only what God has said. God has spoken, and he continues to speak to us in his dynamic living word we call the Bible, and here is what he is saying right now. Now, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? 
Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. John 3 verses 1 through 21. Let's get this crystal clear. If you lived 100 years and went to church every time the doors opened from birth to death, if you sang in the choir every week, if you read your Bible and prayed four hours a day, if you gave one-fourth of your income to the church and one-fourth to the poor for all 100 years of your life, and if you left your entire estate to the church but were not born again, you would have gained nothing in God's economy. Those are all great things, but we can do nothing to earn our place with God. God loves righteous acts by his children. He plans them and gives them to us, so even those acts are all of God. But until we're born again by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, those actions would be completely useless in an effort at self-righteousness, a thing that does not in, it, in fact even exist. Even when we have been born again, we are in Christ. Our righteous acts do not gain or secure our place with God. They are actions done in loving response to what Christ has already done, and God is honored and pleased with those. We have to fix our minds on this immutable truth that Jesus paid it all. For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us.
Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 11. Jesus paid it all. I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray, finding me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. For nothing good have I, whereby thy grace to claim. I'll wash my garments white in the blood of Calvary's Lamb. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. And now complete in him my robe, his righteousness, Close sheltered neath his side, I am divinely blessed. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Lord, now indeed I find thy power and thine alone. Can change the leper spots and melt the heart of stone. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, I'll lay my trophies down, all down at Jesus' feet. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 8-9 Father, may I finally and fully see that there is nothing I could ever put in my hand to bring to you that will suffice to cover my sin. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow.